What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Quest for Pixels Conversations, that playground chat you never knew you missed. Today is February 12th, 2018. This is episode 22, and I am joined today by Mr. Mike. How's it going, Mike? It is going great. Sweet. Just want to uh, sell out here for a second and remind you guys that this episode's brought to you by Amazon, Amazon.com. Everybody shops at Amazon, so if uh, next time you decide to go over there, use the link that's found in all of the various descriptions everywhere you find this. Now I'm done selling out. So, Mike, <laughs> how has your week going, or how has your week gone, and what have you been up to? Well, let's see. Over the weekend, I was the only healthy person in the house, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was in take care of everybody, but um, it has been really, un you know, just the gaming has been really good this last week. Uh, of course, we've been playing with our community, uh, but um, let's see. We had... A PlayStation 4 arrive at our house unexpectedly on Thursday. <laughs> that was uh, pretty awesome. Uh, we got to get you in on PS4 so when Tony gets back, we can all play Grand Theft Auto 5 together or all play Monster Hunter together, and it's going to just be wonderful. I got to get you guys in. I will get you guys into Monster Hunter. I love it. It is so fun. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to. I I played a little bit of that uh, Monster Hunter Three on the the, the DS, mm -hmm. and it just was boring to me. Yeah. But I think playing it with other people will be a lot better. Yeah, and see, I had the same problem. So, well, I played Monster Hunter back on uh, the PSP, and I didn't really ever get into it. And then I picked up three. I had three on both the Wii or the Wii U. Must have been the Wii U. I don't remember which one it came. No, it was the Wii. So I had three on the Wii, or Wii U, wherever it was. And then I had it on the 3DS. Um, mm -hmm. It was, okay, it was the Wii U because it had that, uh, the online thing. So I had three on the Wii U and the 3DS. And I sort of got more into it, but I still have the same problem where I was playing it mainly just by myself. And then four came out. And I was on a, like, like heavily into a forum at that point. Um, mm -hmm. It was the, what was it, the Belltree Forums, I think is what it was called. And I found a group of people on there that I ended up playing a lot of Monster Hunter 4 with. And um, I really, like, that changed the whole experience. Like, having a group of people to play with makes the game a hell of a lot more accessible. And uh, you're not finding yourself getting stuck a lot and... Um, I just had a lot more fun with it. Now, for or world, I've been playing with uh, one of my buddies that uh, I kind I grew up with him, and uh, him and he has a couple people that I've been playing with too, and I've just haven't been having a blast. But even solo play in this one is a lot more fun because they added this new. It's like investigations. So as you level up, you unlock more of these investigations, and uh, um, as you get more powerful, it makes these um, investigations go a lot easier. So that's like. What I was doing today, I was just grinding out these investigation missions and collecting armor spheres and upgrading armor and stuff like that, trying to get powerful enough to take on the next part of the storyline. So, But I've been having a blast with it, and I will get you to it playing it. It's so much fun. Cool. 
Well, um, other than that, I've been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy X. Nice. Um, I, so I borrowed a few games from my brother since he already had a PS4, but doesn't play it that often. He's more of a PC gamer than anything else. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing that. It's a really interesting concept. I'm not very far into it. Maybe played an hour and a half so far. Yeah. Um, but that's been really fun. Then on Thursday, I think it was Thursday, we got an email from Lightwood Games. Uh, it was a press release talking about the new DLC coming out for Pick a Picks Deluxe. Nice. And you've been playing that one for Quest for Pixels this week. I have. Well, I, I put it up in into our team chat. Uh, saying, hey, we got this in the email. Nobody jumped at it, so Saturday, or Friday, it was Friday night. No, it was Saturday night. Saturday night after we were done playing Splatoon 2, um, I wanted something I could just relax to while I was uh, getting ready for bed. So I thought, I'll try this out. I ended up staying up until almost 2 in the morning because that is so <laughs> addictive. Um, That's awesome. There are some pros and cons to the game. It is basically, it's, it's a pick-cross game. Mm -hmm. uh, Pick-a-picks deluxe. Uh, the pros, like I said, best pick-cross game that I have ever played. Um, that right there, that of, sells it for me. Like, I'm picking it up. I'm actually got my Switch right here, and I'm going to go into the store and look at it. So, Part of what makes it so good is that it allows players of different skill levels to enjoy the game. I'm I'm a casual pit cross player at best. Yep. Same um, here. It is a very hard game. Uh, anytime you play pit cross, it's just it's a very hard game. Yeah. Um, but they have a couple of different ways that you can play. So they have these hint markers that you can use. So um, let's say you need, you know, a black followed by a, a red followed by a green. Mm -hmm. um, if you mark a black that will come off saying yeah this is a acceptable place for that to come off now that does not mean necessarily that's exactly what it was doing but it just kind of helps you kind of figure the puzzle out as you go along then uh, they have if you're a little bit more hardcore they have what's called a colorblind mode where it turns everything into black and white puzzles yep I will not be doing that <laughs> because I get frustrated enough sometimes with the regular size, uh, the colored puzzles. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've kept the hint markers on and um, it starts off a little on the easy side. It's five by five puzzles for the first like five puzzles. And then it jumps up to 10 by 10. Right now I'm about 26 puzzles, 27, somewhere in there, uh, puzzles in. And I'm at 10 by 15. Nice. And it's getting really hard. <laughs> um, I'm really kind of concerned when, when we get up to those 20 by 20s. Yeah. Uh, the, the price point for this is also very good. Yeah, it's um, only $8 on the eShop. Yeah, it's $8. And it's got, I believe to start off with, it's got 200 puzzles. So now, when is that DLC supposed to be releasing all of it's already released well all, all of it is all of it from the press release is already released the okay. most recent one came out february 1st okay um and there is some dlc support at a price but i mean these are 
some really good DLC packs for for what you're getting. Um, I, I they don't they didn't have any DLC for review, mm-hmm. um, but the game is so good that I'm gonna go back after I after I 100% the main game. I'm gonna go back and get every DLC that I'm interested in. Nice. So I was just That's looking at it right is. here. They have uh, let's see. They got small puzzles, uh, mixed puzzles, large yep. puzzles. Classic one, classic two, and pick a picks color. Um, pick a picks color is three ninety nine. Uh, the classic one and classic two are two ninety nine. Um, and then the small puzzles, mixed puzzles, and large puzzles are each uh, one ninety nine. And yeah, it looks and it's like... important to note though, like what they're what what the the packs include. Okay. Pick a picks color, for instance, is four dollars. Yes. But it comes with 150 more puzzles of varying sizes yep. from the game Pick a Pick's Color that was on the 3DS and Wii U. Yep, and That's see, like a good this value. one, this is $2 for the um, small puzzles. And mm-hmm. it, this one has 45 puzzles in smaller sizes. And that so is that 10 by 10s and 15 by 15s. Yep. Um, let's see. Well, I think 15 each by of 15 these... gets kind of hard, so I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next one, the mixed puzzles, is a pack of 30 new puzzles that has 10 by 10s, 15 by 15s, 15 by 20s, and 20 by 20s. Um, then the large puzzles has another 30, and those are um, 15 by 20s and 20 by 20s. Um, the classics... classics are the only ones that I'm not interested in because those are all black and white. Yep, yep. These are uh, classic black and white puzzles, and uh, the number first one has 60. Um, I think they both have 60. Yep, Classic 2 has 62. And those, yep, those are all black and white. And Pick a Pick color. color this is that's... the one that I think is the, is the best value. It's yep. 150 puzzles. Yep, that one looks like it'd be a good one to pick up. So, um, yeah, I absolutely recommend this game. There is a few cons to it. Um, the music is very repetitive. There's not any changes in the song. Every puzzle you play has the same song, and it plays in a loop. So it got to the point really where I just turned the music off because I didn't need to hear it. Yep. See, and that's the uh, thing is, you know, like I had um, Pit Cross 3D on the 3DS, mm-hmm. and I usually had my headphones in listening to like my iPod or my phone or whatever while I was playing that game. So um, I really like game music, though. I, I, I yeah. wish I really wish that they had done more work on the music because they could have really. You know, I like invested into my brain a little bit of, uh, of stuff that kept me thinking about Picross the rest of the day because I had a tune stuck in my head instead of annoying me with the music and making me turn it off. Yep, see, and that was one of the reasons why I liked uh, the Zelda Picross, the one that was available on the Club Nintendo or my oh, Nintendo. I never played that one. Did they use Zelda music? They used Zelda music, yeah, and they used sounds... a bunch of different Zelda music, and uh, some of it was like more, uh, what do you want to call it, pixelated or 8-bit music type things, and mm-hmm. it was that one was really good. Um, I also like the, the music in the Pokemon Picross too, the only but that I Pokemon that Picross. I played that one, but I don't remember what the music was. It was a <laughs> lot of it was a lot of like Pokemon music or whatever you know. Makes um, sense. And uh, I think that it would have been smart for these guys, even to maybe come up or nail a deal down with Nintendo, and mm-hmm. get a couple Nintendo puzzles. But that would also allow them to use um, like Nintendo music. 
and get some. The only the only pushback that I'm going to have on that is that if they had done that, the game would have been more expensive. Yep, it would have probably been a fifteen ninety nine or a fourteen ninety nine dollar you know game or even a twenty dollar game at that point. Yeah, then. I'm thinking it probably would have been twenty dollars if they had done that. Yeah. Uh, my only other gripe with the game, and 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 this is really not much of a game issue so much as it is a Nintendo issue, is that there are some games, and this is one of them, where the Switch needs a stylus. Yeah. Uh, there are, I just figured it out today, there is some ways to do what I've been doing with my finger, there's some ways to do it with the controller, but honestly, this game would be so great if there was an attachable joy, uh, an attachable um, stylus right on the side of the Joy-Con or right on the back of the Switch that I could just take right off and be able to put it back in and do it like they do with like the note eight or whatever put it somewhere where it hides inside the device that's what i was just trying that was my pen that was in my note eight and it's got the wrong tip so it doesn't register that sucks yeah you gotta have like one of the plain um smushy top ones yeah Yeah. have you tried i'm gonna try it right now i was gonna say have you tried a a 3ds stylus with it it won't i mean won't. i i haven't tried it but it won't work okay based on, no just based on because the this is the actual touch base instead of right the, the 3ds pressure, had the had pressure a, feedback a different kind of surface yeah yep i don't remember the differences like capacitative versus something else and i yeah, think like this one is capacitative yeah see because one of them works off of pressure like the so the 3ds actually works off of a press mm-hmm. um and then the um, the switch works off the same way as like smartphones, so it actually has a um, a layer underneath the screen or whatever that actually senses your finger. Mm-hmm. So like the 3DS, they could have did. It was kind of a miss because they could have done some really cool stuff with like the haptic feedback or whatever, where you actually got like vibrations in the screen or um, like the 3D touch that apple was trying to do that made no sense to me on the 3ds screen it seemed like that could have actually worked better because um, if they would have built that screen with um like rumble then they could have uh like so you would have actually felt ridges on buttons which would have been really Mm. cool sorry side point (laughs) off topic so anyways the the game uh, again it's just like i said the best pit cross game that i have ever played um and it's if you're into pit cross, that let me put that caveat onto here because um, if you don't like playing pit cross, you're not gonna like this game no matter how good it is. Yep. If you're not good at puzzle games, if this is something that would just frustrate you, skip it. <laughs> but if you like puzzle games, if you really like the the previous pit cross games, you will absolutely love this game because if you think, oh, this is too easy, turn the colors off. Now it's super hard. Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, great game. Absolutely great game. Thanks to the people over at Lightwood Games for giving that set game for review. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, so tell me about say? your weekend review. Oh, boy. So um, I have not looked at the eShop all week. <laughs> and uh, I was just looking at that the starting to get lost too. a little bit. There's a lot of stuff coming out that looks really interesting. Uh, this Joe... Joe Devers' Lone Wolf. It looks like a Skyrim ripoff. <laughs> it looks kind of interesting. Anyways, um, I played... I was there for Mario Kart this week and played some Mario Kart. And um, I want to look at something while I'm talking about Mario Kart. 
uh, I've put in so many hours into this game at this point. Um, I was really taken back the other day when I looked at it. <laughs> um, I'm up to 125 hours in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is crazy. Now, I have to ask, when we started doing the regular Mario Kart streams back in December, <laughs> what were you at at that point, do you know? Like 50-something. So okay. I've put in almost 60 more hours into this game since we started doing regular streams of Mario Kart. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty close on that. I, I was at 25 hours, maybe 20. Might have mm. been 20 hours. And I just looked last night, and I was up to 75. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I did miss Splatoon, disappointingly, this week. I was really excited for Splatoon, but we had some some stuff going on, and then by the time we got everything settled out, it was already midnight. So um, I did pick up Dendera this week. I have not got around to playing it yet um, because of monster hunter it's just eating up all my time monster hunter and mario kart this week um i heard I a review of that game on i don't remember what show i was listening to it doesn't matter but I, I i heard that it was interesting yeah i hope it's i hope it's decent for a 20 dollar yeah. game <laughs> In, interesting is nice but i'd like it to be a good game right yeah <laughs> um another one that i've been playing a lot of is Mercenary Kings, and I am still hooking you guys up with that game as well because that game is a lot of fun. I, I was showing you it last week or whatever. It's, yes. it's a blast. I've been having so much fun. I think it's going to be 10 times as much fun when you're playing with other people. Um, also this week, uh, my copy of Dragon Quest Builders came in, and I've been chipping away at that because my save file, and I don't know if it was just something I did wrong, but... So I played through the entire um, the demo, and your demo save file, for me at least, the demo save file didn't carry over to the full game because the demo wasn't anything special. It was just the first couple hours of the game, and that didn't carry over to the game when I, my, the purchased copy of the game. So I've just been trying to chip away at the first couple hours and uh, get that over with so I can get into stuff that I haven't done yet. Um, that, that's something that they really need to fix because um, yeah. uh, they were annoying. talking about that on Nintendo Dads this week too. That, that it does, and they thought it was just because they had a review copy of the game. Yeah, but we didn't get a review copy of that game, and it's no. the same thing. Yeah, see, and that's something I can understand. Like, um, what was that game? Um, God, that real Super Nintendo RPGs game that was on 3DS. Um, man, I can't remember the name of it, but um, that one gave you a whole different storyline in the demo. It wasn't actually that it was anything part of the game, and it still carried over your um, the people because it gave you three choices of characters, party characters, and it still carried those levels over with you. But nothing you did in that story or items carried over, um, just your leveled up characters. Um, but that Daddy. was a that I was think Pokemon Sun and Moon did it the best, where like literally it was just a prequel to the game, and information from that carried over into the game. Yep, yep. See, and that's why if they did the Dragon Quest Builders demo, it should have been a closed-off area, um, and just doing basically doing the same thing it did, or it should have carried over everything you did up to that point where it stops you. It, that should have carried over into the full copy of the game because nobody likes to go back and play the same part, the most boring part of the game over again. 
So right. hopefully I can get through it a little bit quicker. Um, I'm about a half hour into it, and I've already done what I did in the first hour of the demo. So I've been playing a little bit of that, a lot of Monster Hunter. I've I've sank like 40 hours already into Monster Hunter, which is just ridiculous. Um, man, uh, there is... By the time we get our copies of it. <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, is I'll have it down pat so I can go back and play through the beginning of it again with you guys and help you out. The most boring part of the game? <laughs> exactly. Well, see, Monster Hunter never really changes throughout the entire oh, game. You're just yeah. always fighting the monsters, so it's always fun. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is... Uh, give me a second. Uh, dead air. Scat. That is not the right way to vamp, by the way. <laughs> All right. Um, coming out this week, I'm really excited for, is uh, a game from Jules Watcham, uh, which is now Oh, Zeo Drifter. Zeo Drifter. So if you had just said that at the beginning, I could have helped you. <laughs> um, Zeo Drifter's coming out, and I love this game. It is a blast, and it's only it's only 10 bucks on the eShop. So I'll be picking that one up this week and playing that this weekend more than likely. Um, so there's that one coming out, and there's one other I wanted to mention that was coming out. Um, I see Phase on here, and that comes out this week too. So Trey I'll be picking EA that game? one. Yep, that one that uh, it's that everybody thought the direct was going to be about. Um, uh, who is it that? Man, I'm just forgetting. Every I have a horrible freaking memory. Um, I can't remember the name of the developers that are working on it. But EA is publishing it. That one I'm going to pick up. Maybe not this week, but I am getting that one. And Bayonetta 2 comes out this week too. And I don't know if my... Because I had pre-ordered the... Um, I don't remember what they called it, but the provocative edition or whatever it was from... Uh, it was only available, it was a special edition only available in Europe, or the UK. So I pre-ordered it from Amazon EU, and I don't know if it ever went through. <laughs> so I'm going to double check on that and see if it actually did, because... You know what, though, if it's available in the eShop, all you got to do is get a dummy account for the UK set up on your Switch and then go in there and... But this was, uh, it was like an actual like special edition box oh, set. Oh, gotcha. It was like a bigger box and came with all kinds of stuff and I'm a sucker for that stuff I buy way too many special editions um, there's a lot of stuff that's coming out that and payday payday comes out at the end of the month I'm excited for that and Kirby comes out at the beginning well halfway through next month so that that's kind of a what we're looking forward to um, payday is gonna be fun but like I said last either last week or the week before it's gonna be strange how that's gonna work without voice chat so That'll be different. Um, also, this week, Tony will be back on Wednesday. So he'll be gracing us with his presence on next Monday. Well, somebody who knows what they're doing at the host. <laughs> to keep us in line. Uh, but yeah, so that was kind of my week. Um, not a whole lot, but played a lot of games. Mostly just Monster Hunter, though. <laughs> cool. So our weekly news roundup what do we got going there well ubisoft had their quarterly reports and they didn't say specific numbers but 
Uh, it was announced that they are the top third-party developer for the Nintendo Switch. That's crazy. Um, and really, they only played. They only did one game mm-hmm. that came out. You know, in what August, August? September, August. Yeah, they did the so. the Mario and Rabbids, which everybody thought was going to botch, <laughs> which is funny because it went the exact opposite direction. Yeah, uh, everybody thought it was going to bomb, and it was. It apparently just won everybody over. I even enjoy the game. I haven't played the whole thing. I haven't played a whole lot of it, to be honest. Yeah, me But either. I enjoy it when I do play it. And that's weird, because I don't like grid-based games. See, and I enjoy grid-based tactical games. Um, and I was at the point where I was... Uh, like, I was really getting into it, but there was so <laughs> much coming out at the time that I was trying to play everything. And that one ended up getting pushed to the back, and then we had the house fire, so it's packed away in a box somewhere. There's a lot of games that I want to get back to, but they're packed away. So I mostly just play what's uh, I have downloaded. But uh, this one that I really, I really want to get back to it. Like I'm waiting for a dead period where I have nothing else going on to where I can go back and finish some of these games that I've got because I've got so many that need to be finished. Yeah, I, I have that one digitally, so I'm, I can go back to it anytime I want to. It's just, See, and I feel it. There's been... so much other stuff I want to play. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I think I think it would have been better for me to purchase that one digitally, because I kind of play, I play a lot. Even like Fire Emblem, I play them in a pick up and play style. So I'll pick it up, I'll play through a round or a match, um, or a battle, whatever you want to refer to it as. I'll play through a battle and then I'll save and put it down. Because normally your battles last, you know, 5 to 15 minutes. So that kind of game, usually I download because I'll pick it up, play it, set it back down instead of having to go through and put the cart back in. And I'm, like, torn because I like digital because it's convenient, but I like physical Mm -hmm. because I like physical stuff. And I like special editions, so, yeah. (laughs) But, I like physical because I'm not attached to my games. So when I'm not playing it anymore, I like to be able to take it back to the store. Yeah. Trade it in, have so have a discount towards my next game. Yeah, see, and that's something, I guess, because of the area that I live in, I never um, really got into is returning or trading in. Because a lot of the games, I mean, growing up, I got games for Christmas. And... uh or Christmas and my birthday. And then as I got older, I started just ordering them. I just order them off of GameStop or I order them off of Amazon because um, the closest, well, we have Walmart 80 miles away, which I didn't go there, go to Mile City much when I was younger. And then the closest GameStop's 220 miles away. So I never really got into returning games and I ended up with this ginormous collection of stuff. But, uh, it, but it also sucked too because there was like I ended up because when me and my wife moved in together we both had Xbox 360 and uh, I went to return her like turn hers in or trade it in and that was when I just I mean I was like really they were going to give us like 12 bucks and I was like no thank you I can sell this really? for way yeah they were only gave how us long like, ago was that oh uh, two two years ago maybe uh well I don't know. I I traded mine in when I got my Xbox One. It was part of the deal with me getting the Xbox One as I had to trade in whatever I could to get a discount on it. Mm-hmm. And so when I traded in the Xbox 360, 
I think we got, and it was just a base model, like four gigabyte base model. Uh, but we got like, I want to say thirty dollars for it. Really? Yeah, they weren't gonna give us crap for ours, so I put it back in the freaking bag and walked out of the store. I was like, no, thank uh, you. Yeah, I mean, you could have gotten more than twelve bucks on Craigslist for it. Yeah. So I guess that's I never really. You would have met the other gamer in town. Yeah, yeah, the one other person that lives here that plays games. But uh, yeah, no. So off topic again. Let's see what else do we got going on. Um, Fortnite, which we Fortnite. need to play together since yes. it's free. Yes, we, we, we do. can both get that on the. I have it already on, on PlayStation. I'll, I'll have to download it on the PlayStation then. I like seeing. I like Fortnite. I think I think I prefer Fortnite over, um, what's that other one? PUBG. PUBG. Um, and I haven't I played know... Fortnite, so I don't have anything to really compare it to. But See, I really like I like PUBG. Even like because Fortnite has like the whole building mechanic and everything, but even like I don't even do much of that. Um, I just like the feel of the game feels I guess better. But I'm also not playing on a super powerful PC for PUBG, so I yeah, guess that kind I'm, of affects I've never, it a little see, bit. I always hear people talk on, um, about PUBG being so janky, and I'm, I don't have these issues. I yeah. have I have um, really good PCs in this house, so... Well, see, in, like, mine, I had upgraded it um, to, to the point where I can play PUBG, and it's funny, because PUBG isn't even that good of looking game. Like, I don't understand. Like, their coding must just but, be garbage. <laughs> but it is, it's not, a, it's a good-looking game on the right computer. Because <laughs> on my um, computer, it looks good. But it just doesn't seem like it's that taxing. But either way, I did, I upgraded my computer um, right before Christmas. And uh, I was able to play, like, in between, like, moderate, I guess, settings. And it was a lot better than before because... I don't know if you ever saw when me and Tony were streaming it, but like mm -hmm. mine, it was just horrible. <laughs> like it was bad. Like mine would just like freeze, and I just couldn't play it. But after upgrading my computer, I I I, I enjoyed it a little bit more. But even that whole battle royale, like it still hasn't really grabbed me. It like, hasn't grabbed you the way it grabbed everybody else. Yeah, like I enjoy Fortnite, but I don't get like heavy into it. I I play more just arcadey, I guess. So Fortnite is getting some limited time modes uh, for their battle royale uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, the five specifically, they will have a blitz mode, which is just shorter matches. A mode where you drop into the first circle. A mode where it's generally less time between circles. Mm -hmm. uh, a mode that's team sizes between in between 50 versus 50 in squads. So they'll have like maybe a three or four or a five person team for the squads. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how, I mean, they didn't say exactly how big the squads might be, but then they're going to have a 50 versus 50 mode. And the reworked 50 v 50 mode will give a battle bus for each team feature more supply drops and be closer to the experience shown in the original trailer. And this is from express.co.uk. So basically what this 50 v 50 is basically it's two teams of 50 then. Yeah. It's a team death match. 
That's that sounds really fun. And this battle bus, I could really get into that. This battle bus, that sounds really cool. <laughs> like I'm just imagining the bus from uh from oh that zombie movie. Uh oh, god, my memory's horrible. Uh not Walking Dead. Um it was like the first one, the first like that when zombie thing got real huge. It was like 2003 when it came out. Man, I don't remember. It was a TV show. No, it was a movie. Um, did um, Day of the, uh, not Day of the Dead. Either way, Dawn of, the Dawn of the Dead. So they have that badass bus, like, and they can stick the chainsaws out of it and stuff like that. Sounds. Really oh cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember yeah. that? Like that's what I'm imagining with this battle bus. That would be so cool. I could get into the 50 v 50. That sounds fun. Yeah, I, I'm really, I think uh, I'll definitely be looking forward to trying that out. Uh, they're also going to have a Valentine's Day event, which kicks off on February 14th. Um, it'll have a release patch version 2.5. And there will be Valentine's Day skins available, as well as Cupid's crossbow as a weapon. <laughs> cool. Um, and so... The uh, Fortnite team said, quote, Valentine's Day is coming and Fortnite is getting in the spirit, feeling lovey-dovey. Then grab yourself Valentine's Day themed skins and Battle Royale. Gunpowder not your thing. The new crossbow allows you to hunt your prey the old-fashioned way. <laughs> so awesome. they are... I don't know what a, what a Valentine's Day skin looks like, but... <laughs> um, We'll see you in a few days. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, I guess you guys can look forward to maybe some streams of that. That would be fun. And do some dual streaming. I have some some time off work this weekend. Awesome. Because of President's Day. Oh, yeah. So I've got a meeting on Thursday morning, and then my wife and I are going to spend Thursday together for Valentine's Day because we don't want to go out with all the crowds on Wednesday night yeah. after being at work all day. You don't want to go out and celebrate my birthday with everybody else? That's what Valentine's Day really is. It's just everybody goes out and celebrates my birthday around the world. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and then Friday, I think there's a doctor appointment. There's something going on Friday. But I should be home for at least a little while. Yeah. Yeah, I go back to work on Wednesday, but I get home. I don't. We don't have anything planned this weekend, so... Pretty much my evenings will be wide open. Cool. I've, I will not be available Friday evening because I, I do plan on doing some magic this week. I haven't done it in two weeks now. <laughs> um, Man, you're lucky. I wish I had other people around here. Like, I have a box with, like, 5,000 Pokemon trading cards in it, and I've got another box with, like, 1,000 Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I've so got magic, and I don't ever have magic. I I have magic cards. I just never had like I was the first so back when we were kids, I was the first to get into magic and I never really had anybody to play with because everybody played Yu-Gi-Oh or they played uh Pokemon. So, I had one other friend and we tried like playing it, but there just wasn't enough people around to play and like so, I said, you're so lucky you have people to play with. If we play Magic, though, we can do it online, and it's free, and it's every card available. I'm going to have to look at that, because so, I... Actually, I'll save it, because that's part of the topic, part that I want to talk about. Okay. But, so, next up is... Uh, PS4 gets a playtime management 
for parents. So this is sort of like uh, what Nintendo did with their uh, parental controls. Yes. Um, There's actually a lot of new features coming out in yeah. the new system update 5.5, but this was a one that I thought was really interesting because it's not just that it gives you the ability for time management. You can also use it to start um, logging hours on video games for yourself. Yeah. So that's um, how I use the parental control, like the app for the Switch, is I use it to watch, see how many hours I play of game. Um, and because uh, it'll give you that. I mean, mm -hmm. it'll actually give you the amount of time you played instead of something in this range, like about 115 hours or something like that, where it actually gives you, you played this for two hours and you can add it up and see like a monthly graph and stuff like that. Kind of like what the Wii U had built into it. Um, let's see. Uh, that... The update's also going to include enhancements for the interface, letting users quickly message or invite friends, change mm -hmm. volume from a newly revamped quick menu. Um, the other cool thing is they're doing that super sampling mode. So <laughs> They're catching up to the Xbox. <laughs> exactly. They're doing so where if you don't have a 4K TV, it will upscale the graphics and then downscale it to your TV so you're going to get more flushed out graphics. Without yeah, and actually, actually that's going to gonna provide a bit nicer of an image, too, because if you simply bring up the uh, uh, bring up the resolution, it's not going to look as sharp as if you um, bring it up and then down sample. So if you've got like a 1080p screen and then uh, you bring it up to 4K, but then you have to down sample it because your TV only does 1080p, mm -hmm. that'll look better than just simply bringing it up to 1080p. Yeah. Uh, the other cool thing in this update is the ability to um, upload your own photos to use as backgrounds. Which is weird because that's something that the PS3 did. Yep. And it's weird so, that they didn't have Sony, that right away. why did it away. take you this many years <laughs> to get this on the PS4? <laughs> it's kind of, well, it's the same thing as like what we were just talking about, like the game logging on Switch. They had it on the Wii U and the 3DS. Why didn't we get game logging on the Switch right away instead of this approximate stuff? But... Uh, it's just... It's funny what they choose. Companies are so confusing sometimes. I know. It's just things that you think should be there from the get-go that aren't there. <laughs> it's like they thought, oh, well, nobody used this. But uh, I thought that was kind of a cool thing because then, like, I can take, you know the quest for pixels graphic and put it as my background on my ps4 so but the one thing is they said that you have to um put whatever images you're going to use so you have a thumb drive and you have to put them in a folder on the thumb drive labeled images before the ps4 will recognize it so if they're not in a folder labeled images it won't recognize it which is weird oh my god <laughs> sony what are you doing so there's a catch always a catch that's how they get you <laughs> so the next thing we have on here is nintendo's uncertain about the 3ds future now i want to say though i think they need to really get their communication working with nintendo and that they really need to make sure that the right hand knows what the left hand is doing yeah because just about 10 days ago we had kimishima say that 
for now we're still supporting the 3DS fully. Yeah. And now we've got Joe Shiota over here, who's the <laughs> uh, Nintendo director. Yep. Um, saying, uh, this is a quote, he says, Regarding development, we have not yet decided which direction to steer toward, but we have a variety of possibilities under consideration. This is about the 3DS. So you've got one person in the company, the president, saying, fully supporting it. You've got one, uh, one person, the director of Nintendo, saying, yeah, we don't really know what we want to do yet. <laughs> so what this seems like is the whole third pillar area where in the same sense as when the 3DS and the Wii came out, we still had the Game Boy where the Switch took, I guess, took the Game Boy and the home console and smashed them together. And now the 3DS is over there kind of squaddling in the water and Rolling yeah, we're around. Still here. We got we got Metroid. <laughs> um, They're getting um, Steam World Dig Two this week. Yeah, you know, a whole few months after it came out on the Switch, and most everybody that really wanted to play it has already played it. Yeah, um, I don't know. There's still a lot more Switch uh, 3DS users than Switch users, so that's yeah. not fair to say. Um, I guess in a way, it's kind of sad because I love my 3DS. It's been one of my favorite consoles. But at the same time, I want all these games to come out on my Switch. I, that's kind of where I am, too. I really like my 3DS, but I don't play it nearly enough because I love the ability for me to start playing a game that I was playing on the toilet on on my TV. Exactly. Um, so, like I said, I think they're, I think the 3DS is sitting on a three-legged chair right now. I mean, so pretty soon it's going to lose balance and What do you think? How, how much longer do you think the 3DS has realistically? I think the other, st- other shows are saying that it's already on its way out the door, but I, I, I'm curious. Um, I think this year, I think the 3DS will be prevalent this year. Um, starting next year is, will be its, its final walk out the door. Um, I don't think, okay, so... Since they have not announced a Pokemon game for the Switch yet, that means the 3DS is still there. Once they announce a Pokemon game for the Switch, that is the last, that's, just, that, that's it. The 3DS is done. Because that is how Nintendo handhelds work. Um, when we went from the Game Boy Advance to the 3DS, or to the DS, it went with Pokemon. Pokemon brought it over. Um, and really, that was it. They kicked, they kicked the stool out from underneath of the Game Boy, and that was it. Um, and then from the DS to the 3DS was the same thing. We got Pokemon Black or Black 2 or whatever. And then mm-hmm. that, that was it. The next game came out on 3DS and they kicked the DS out the door and everything was 3DS at that point. I think the same thing's going to happen with the 3DS. The 3DS will still be there. It's not going to get as much love and support, which is fine because like I said, I, I want out even those teams that focus on 3DS games. I want them focusing on the switch because even the graphic fidelity of the games on the 3DS is fine. Just bring them games and put them on the Switch because there's a lot of stuff that I w- I'd just prefer to have uh, it on no, the Switch. I, if, if I'm playing something on my TV, I don't want it to have the same graphical fidelity well, of the 3DS. Well, I mean, as far as like the styles they use, I guess. I shouldn't say the, the fidelity, but the, the same styles that they use, but HDFI them. Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with um, top-down... Um, or I guess three quarter over the shoulder up in the air kind of um, graphic styles. 
that they use that are a lot of that's used on the 3ds like in top-down tactical games stuff like that i'm fine with that like they see don't i don't know if do i that. want a whole line of chibi games though on the switch um there's so i'm kind of in between because <laughs> i really like the monster hunter chibi game <laughs> like that one was uh, monster hunter stories that one was really good and i wish that ever oasis would have came out on the switch because that game was fun, but since it was on the 3DS, I did not play it. <laughs> because I was playing Switch. Um, but I still want those teams focusing on the Switch. Um, so I think the 3DS has this year in it. And then either this year or right up at the beginning of next year, we're going to hear Pokemon Company's plans. I don't know maybe halfway through even it might even be an e3 thing where we hear oh pokemon stars is coming to switch and at that point you might as well pack up your 3ds because it's done <laughs> <laughs> so there's already rumors that the pokemon company is working on the next uh, pokemon game for the switch yep. and this week more rumors came out saying that they're in the process right now of localizing it for north america See, and that, that's so. exciting. I did see, I don't know if I talked about it last week, but I did see some uh, new starters um, being drawn out. It was like... Yeah, we talked about it a little bit last week. Yep. Um, so that was kind of in that realm of Pokemon, you know, rumors. If that's what's happening, like, I, I think Pokemon coming out on Switch will be enough for me to pick it up again, even though I didn't play all the way through uh, Moon. But I still enjoy Pokemon, so... But, uh there's a counterpart to that that i would much prefer at this point but uh like i said i'll get into that in the topic but okay. what do you think about the 3ds and its life i mean it's been a long system like was it eight years i think seven 2011 years? so about seven years seven years and the ds was you know, many years probably about seven years too yeah it's kind of sad to see. It was kind of like when the Game Boy went away. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to see the DS line leave, but I've got my new DS sitting in front of me, and it's called the Switch. Uh, I think I'll miss... I mean, and I guess they can incorporate it because the Switch does have a touchscreen, but, you know, it's just kind of sad to, you know, shut the door on that, you know, that part of gaming history because, you know, we went from the Game Boy to the uh, DS, 3DS, to the Switch now. And I'm a very nostalgic gamer. <laughs> you? I thought you were just an impulsive gamer. Yeah, I'm both. Uh, You're both. That's, that's a dangerous combination, Sheldon. I buy a lot of stuff on impulse that tugs at my nostalgia strings, and then I just put it in a box somewhere. Yeah. I'm just happy that I own it. I have this... So I have this fear, because... Okay, so what creates, like, the reason why I pick up so many games, I think, is... I got, okay, so I was in the Wii era, but I wasn't as heavily into the Wii as I was the Xbox 360, so there was a lot of games that I missed on the Wii. Like, I got a, I got most of the main, you know, milestone games that came out, but I missed quite a few other games that were kind of kicked under the rug, and then coming back to those years later, they were, you know, $80, $90 on Amazon, and I was like, well, I'm not going to pay that much for that game. It's, you know, not even you know a full-fledged like big title game and i'm not you know and i don't want that to happen again i want to get these games while they're still cheap or regular priced <laughs> uh, i have fears <laughs> don't shake your head at me 
<laughs> oh man. I I wish I could justify buying this many video games. <laughs> I just I like well, being see, married though, so you see, I have to do it secretively, and then when my wife asks me, I just kinda give her the oh I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where it went. Why do I have that many games? Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh man. She she's smarter than you think she is, by the way. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why I don't have my own debit card anymore. <laughs> she really is smarter than you think she We have is. one debit card and it has her name on it, so. Oh, man. Oh, geez. So, anyways, sorry I kind of took over there. Um, I, what do you think about 3DS and its this year, its life cycle? I think this will be the last major... And I don't think we're going to get a whole lot this year either, no. but this will be the last year that we have any big blockbusters. I don't think Pokemon is coming back to the 3DS. I think the next Pokemon game will be a Switch game. See, and I'm right there along with you, and what I, like, what I was saying about it is I once they make that announcement, that will be it. I mean, that will be At that point, nobody's going to want to develop on the 3DS. So, And developing on the Switch is so easy for indie developers, by and large, Yeah, that... They just need a reason not to be developing on the Switch, uh, the 3DS anymore, anyways. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, speaking of third party support on the Switch and third parties, our topic tonight is about third party support. Perfect. So, Mike brought this topic this week, and this is a pretty big topic, so that'll be the only one this week. So, you want to lead us off there? Sure. So, we we are asking the big questions tonight, the, the ones that are really important. Uh, not really. <laughs> what do we want to see ported next? They have had so many ports on the Nintendo Switch this year, but what do we want to see ported next, and what developers do we want to see start developing for the Switch? We have a lot of third parties that are still kind of, you know, hesitating to pull the trigger on developing a game for the Switch. And uh, we've had a few big ones. We had Ubisoft and we had Bethesda come over. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the third-party support on the Switch is indie developers. Yep. And there's a lot of games out there that would work really well on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, let's start off with the first part of this. Uh, what do you want to see ported that that maybe has been on another system? Um, what What do you want to see ported from a third party developer? So the first one is uh, either GTA Five mm-hmm. or um, I don't know. I guess I have not been paying attention, but if they do it or if they have. Uh, Red Dead Redemption HD or remastered, I guess. So um, the first game, yeah. The, yep, the first game remastered and ported over to the um, Switch. I want that to happen, but I don't think that would happen before Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out. Because that ties, so that ties into the next part of the question, because that's a big game. <laughs> and... Uh, I still think that Grand Theft Auto V would be a, a good one to get over there because it's so popular still. And uh, I know there's a lot of people that would play GTA but only own a Nintendo console. And like some people, like you know, like us with kids or whatever, you don't want to play it on the big screen. So you can play GTA V in handheld mode and don't have to worry about your kids seeing you kill a hooker or something like that. So um, 
I think that would be a really good one. And get a refund. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to walk away without your money. Um, so I think that would be a good one to be ported over. Um, you know, and other ones, God, I, you know, I don't keep up enough on things that aren't Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to see uh, Borderlands 2. Um, either that or Borderlands 1. Either one of those or both of them as like a, like a, a pack see them brought mm-hmm. over because I think they would be um, really good for like the multiplayer on Switch. It would be another thing to add to their online uh, model that they're building this year. Um, it would be an online game, more stuff to get people enticed to buy their online. Mm-hmm. So um, and it's a cheaper price point to get into their online and play those games and give them the options that they would have on PS4. But you get them on Switch, and you're only paying 20 bucks a year instead of 60 So I think that one would be a really good one. And I also want uh, Hearthstone brought over. I think Hearthstone, Hearthstone would, be... would be awesome. Exactly. And there was a tweet last year, and it's just embedded into my memory. It was from Blizzard, and it was uh, one of the dwarfs peeking over the bar doors. Um, I think it's actually like when you load into Hearthstone on your phone, it's like the dwarf peeking over them. And mm-hmm. it said, uh, Nintendo, comma, we're looking at you. And I was like, oh my god, you have to release that on the Switch. That would be great. Um, so I think the Switch would be a really good platform for trading card games. I think uh, it's strange that the Pokemon TCG Online has not come there yet. Because I think it would be a really good platform for that. As well as having the ability to enter the code cards which you can't do on Apple products anymore because Apple got upset because they weren't making money off of them. So you get the code cards in the pack of cards you buy, like the physical Mm -hmm. pack of cards. You couldn't enter them on iTunes. Like if you had it playing on your phone or your tablet, you actually had to get on your PC to enter them because Apple threw a fit about not making money. So it would be on the Nintendo console, so you wouldn't have to worry about that. And I think it'd be just having the touchscreen and taking the Joy-Cons off of it and holding it like that would just be a really good... Uh, platform to play trading card games. I think that the Joy-Cons would still need to be attached and they'd have to add some controls like they did for uh, Pick a Picks Deluxe. And the only reason is, is because there's no stylus attached. Yep, true. So, I mean, but having the ability to play touchscreen or controlled, I mean, would be good. Yeah, yeah. I do it like Pick a Picks did, which was give the player the option. Because if you get your own stylus, it would be work. It would work better with the stylus, I think. Yep. So those are, I mean, my big ones. Um, with GTA Five being the biggest, what do you want to see ported? Over? I have to say, I am not interested in GTA Five coming to the Switch. See, and I think it's more of a because I don't know. Okay, let's say it. I would buy it just because I'm Sheldon and. I want that game to succeed, and I want Rockstar to be like, oh, look, they're buying it over here. So they keep producing these games over here. But uh, I want it more as a statement to be made um, for a, a big Rockstar game. Not LNR, but a big Rockstar game to be released. And that way they actually get real sales numbers. I think See, that should have came in <clears throat> Noir's spot. See, here's the thing for me is that I have it on both my Xbox One and my PC. Mm-hmm. And it looks worlds... I mean, it's not a bad-looking game on the Xbox. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying. But 
it looks worlds better on the PC versus the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about games like Rocket League and and Doom, which were not bad looking games. They they worked for the console that they were put on, but they could not hold a candle to the PC versions of those games. True. Um, um I kind of want to bounce off. And I just personally of... wouldn't want to play it on the Switch. See, and I'll bounce off of what uh, Matt was saying. I don't know if it's fair for us to compare PCs to consoles. I think they, I, I think there is a definite divider between the two worlds. Um, but comparing the Switch to Xbox One or PS4, especially the pros, um, that that I mean, it makes sense. Um, but like I said earlier, there is a big enough group of people, I think. That exists. Oh, that's it would, still. It would sell gangbusters, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, because there's that whole group of people that have Nintendo consoles that are the Nintendo faithful, or they buy the Nintendo console because that's you know the one console they can afford, or you know maybe they don't want other consoles, whatever, whatever the reason is, that would buy these games if they were available. And like sure. I said, it's more of a statement being made, um, saying here's GTA Five and it's sold amazing over there. So that would give them the motivation to bring things like Red Dead 2 over there because there's no reason Red Dead 2 cannot run on the Switch. Somebody, no. I saw I saw no. somebody arguing it. No. I don't know where. I think it was on Twitter or Facebook. But they were arguing and saying, well, you see, Red Dead, has, it's such an open world and it's so vast that it just the Switch can't handle it. I was like, did you not play Zelda? Like, Breath of the Wild is a massive game. I mean, the open world, it's just, it's huge. So there's that that's a cop out. You can't say that. Um, there's no reason why they can't bring in draw distances and release it on the Switch. I mean, of course they have to tone it down. Um, Tony always says, you know, slide, the, you know, take the slider bar and slide it a little bit to the left, bring everything down a little bit, and release it. it it'll work. I know it'll it'll run. Um, it's not like it's being developed just for the PS4 Pro or the X1, Xbox One X. It's it's that's that's a whole different animal. It's being mm-hmm. developed for the PS4 and the Xbox One, and the Switch is a half step under them. So, and it, it, it's an NVIDIA system. I mean, there is graphics cards on PCs that are the same, of the same capacity as what's in your Switch. So, and those games still run on PCs. So, I, I think it's doable. Um, but. I, I agree with you, though, in, in certain aspects. Um, things like, you know, if Destiny was to be ported over, I probably wouldn't pick it up on the Switch. But when it comes to graphics, I guess I don't ever really pay attention to it much. Um, I don't play a lot of graphically intensive games, I guess. Um, like, I guess Monster Hunter is a pretty... I mean, like, the the textures in that game are incredible. And I'm pretty sure that if it was released on Switch, there'd be a huge drawback on a lot of that stuff. But I think the game would still, you know, work well enough. If they muddied it up a little bit, it'd still work well enough, you know, to where you'd be it'd be playable. I think that'd be another... That See, that's weird that that one was not developed for Switch. Um, or a counterpart for Switch, because Monster Hunter always comes out on the Nintendo consoles. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird too. But if it came, if Monster Hunter came out on, if Monster Hunter World came out on Switch, I'd buy it again. <laughs> I would. I'd buy it at $60, 70 again because it's such a great game. But 
Um, sorry, I kind of took that over. But uh, what what games do you want ported over? So here's the games I do want ported. Now that I told you the one game that I really wasn't <laughs> interested in, um, the the games that I do want to see ported over, and I and I I struggle to say this because. I already see what they did the first time they did this, and that is Telltale Games. I freaking love Telltale Games because I'm I'm more of a stories person than anything else. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem that I have with Telltale. When I bought Batman Season 1, mm-hmm. I bought it on the Xbox maybe about two months after the um, the game released. Well, let me see. No, it had to have been even sooner than that because I think they only had like three episodes out when I bought it. Four and five still hadn't come out yet. And I bought it on sale at uh, GameStop for $15 the whole season. And when it got ported over to the Switch, just season one, now this isn't even season two. Mm-hmm. But just season one was forty bucks. Real, yeah. And I have not seen it any lower since it came out for the Switch. Um, here's the thing: I really want to see some some more Telltale games come to the to the Switch. I want to see, you know, Tales from the Borderlands. I want to see uh, Game of Thrones. I want to see. Uh, the Wolf Among Us. I want to. I mean, I want to see all these games. They, mm-hmm. they have. They have a really good library of games. But I don't want them to release it for forty dollars a season. <laughs> that's just too much. Yeah. Yeah, that um, seems really steep on their games. I might justify it at thirty. I think it's probably more of a twenty-five though. Yeah. Um. um. I also want to see, uh, now that they're kind of starting to work with Square Enix again, I, I want to see them get the, the Kingdom Hearts games yeah. all done over on the Switch. I want to, they have on PlayStation, I was looking at it, and I really love play, uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. They have a game on the PlayStation store called Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 Remix. Yep. And it has like four Kingdom Hearts games. Including one and two. Yep. And it's like fifty dollars, which I think is a good price for four games. Um, and it's it's something that I absolutely am going to have to buy at some point. But I'd rather play that on the Switch. Yeah, definitely. I'd be I'd I'd love to see Kingdom Hearts on the Switch. <clears throat> I have not played those games for so long. I loved Kingdom Hearts back in the day. So yeah, Telltale Games and Kingdom Hearts. That's my that's my two big ones that I really want. I, I want to get back into uh, in, into playing some some Kingdom Hearts. So uh, my my son now is five and he's he's just at that right age where he'd 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 actually be interested in watching that. Yeah. Um, I have one other game to to throw into the mix of ports, um, but more of a remastered version. I want. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword remastered with regular controls and brought to the Switch because I want to finish that game. <laughs> um, no motion controls. No no motion controls. 
I get the point of why they were pushing it, but I could not. I can get I get the same spot every time I play it. I get through the first three temples and then I set it down and I'm so tired of wagging my arms around that I just I just I'm done. I think they can do it, put it over on with regular <clears throat> controls and it would work much better. So that's that's my last. It's a little bit of a gripe, but um, my last one that I really want ported over. Cool. So what developers that are not working on the Switch right now do you want to see start working with the Switch? So first off, of course, Gearbox. Um, they do the, the Borderland games. Um, mm -hmm. I also want Blizzard because they do Hearthstone. And they also did a lot of cool games back in the day, and I wish Blizzard would like start doing like developing these games that they used to make. Like they made Rock and Roll Racing on the Super Nintendo, and I love that game. Like they should just do that game, remaster it, and bring it back out because I'd buy that for thirty bucks. But uh, another one, I I guess I suppose they're already developing for Switch. Um, I don't know if we've seen anything yet though. Is Level Five? And they do the Layton games, and they do uh, Yokai Watch, and uh, we still have not got the rest of the Yokai Watch games over here yet. So it'd be kind of okay. cool if they would, you know, upscale them and bring them to the Switch, which probably won't happen. But um, I think that'll be, you know, the swan songs. You know, the last little bit of push we get on the 3DS, we're definitely going to get uh, Yokai Watch Three. Will come out before the end of its life cycle here in the U.S. But uh, I like Professor Layton. Those are really fun games, and uh, I think that'd be a cool one. I think Level 5 also works on uh, Luigi's Mansion. So, and uh, me and Tony have talked about how much we want another Luigi's Mansion. Uh, so that would be a cool one. Another one that we were talking about before um, before we started recording is uh, Konami. And I don't, I guess I never really followed through on that whole story with... Uh, uh, what's his name leaving and Metal Gear falling apart and everything but I want uh, Konami basically just for Yu-Gi-Oh games <laughs> because I used to love the Yu-Gi-Oh games back on like I guess I, I, I played a couple of them on the 3DS or the DS but uh, the one on Game Boy Advance was one of my favorite Game Boy Advance games um, there's another one that I can't remember that I'm sure I'll remember though um, but those are my big ones that I really want to come over how about you for developers, for me, I also want Blizzard to come over because um, another game that I wouldn't mind seeing ported to the Switch Starcraft. would be Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch! Yeah, Overwatch. That would be awesome. And Starcraft. <laughs> Starcraft as well. Yes, I I, I really like Starcraft. Um, so I do want to see Blizzard start working on it, and I want to see. Oh goodness, I had a list and I lost my list. Nope, I lost it. I still have not played Overwatch, side note. What? Yeah, like, I've been holding off on it, like, because there's still that underlying, like, maybe it'll come out on Switch. I was going to pick it up last year, but then I got sucked into the whole Switch coming out, and I was saving my money and pre-ordering everything under the sun that was, was Switch. Say, you weren't saving your money, you were just pre-prioritizing <laughs> your money. Oh. I that was like Christmas that day when my box of Switch goodies came in. It was huge. It was like the size of a refrigerator box. Oh. But yeah, I need. I don't know. Like I might have to pick it up on PS4. But that means either you or Tony have to get it on PS4 and play with me. <laughs> How do you have it on Xbox though? 
Do you have it like the, the physical <laughs> disc? Return the physical disc and get the one for PlayStation. It's not mine to return. Oh, my, dang. my son got it for his birthday last year. Oh, I see. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, though. It looks awesome. It looks really fun. It is really fun. So, yeah, I want to see Blizzard uh, come over. I, I, I want to see um, CD Projekt Red do some... Uh, do some games. They they did the Witcher series. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be cool. So, um, there are just a lot of open world games that I think would would work very well on the Switch. I think uh, the the Witcher would do well. I, I want to see more than just Ubisoft. Yeah. And uh, and Bethesda though. I mean, Bethesda and Ubisoft have done. Um, really good uh, games for the systems that they've had, and and uh... <sighs> sorry, I'm losing my thought train of thought here. <laughs> vamp, vamp, vamp! No. <laughs> uh, one Bethesda game. While you're looking up whatever you're looking up, that I still want to come over is Dishonored Two. I like Dishonored. Um, I haven't played the second one. And I also am waiting patiently for uh, uh, The Evil Within 2 because that one is also in development for the Switch too. Those are Bethesda games, though. I know we talked a little bit about a rumor last week uh, of Activision bringing Crash Bandicoot over. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing Activision come over. But I think if they came over, their their big uh, bring... Uh, things that they would bring to the Switch would be Call of Duty. Yeah. I'd like to see Call of Duty on the Switch. Um, I enjoy Call of Duty, just I, I don't... Um, for the online aspect, I guess. I really enjoy... Um, I played Black Ops 2. Like, I probably put 200 plus hours into that on the Wii U. Um, I played a lot of that with my uh, brother-in-law. And I, I don't know, I just... I think I think the Switch would do fine with Call of Duty. So, they have uh, Bandai Namco just came out this week saying that they were working on Metroid 4. Mm -hmm. So, I want to see them do some more stuff, too. And side note Not on that. Not just specifically Nintendo IPs, because they do Tekken, they do Soul Calibur. Uh, I want Soul, the new Soul Calibur game to come to Switch. Yeah. Um, Tony did call that, though, back in November. He mm -hmm. said when we were talking about the Metroid game, and he said that he thought Bandai Namco was working on it. <laughs> so, uh, I guess he was you, right. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I love Soul Calibur. I think that'd be it's strange that it's not coming out on Switch. It might be. I guess they just didn't announce it. Yeah, they just haven't. Done it. I I would really like to see. And back when they did Soul Calibur two, they had. Like different consoles had their own personal character added in, mm -hmm. uh, so if you were on the the Nintendo, you could play as Link. Yep. I'd like to see them do that again, but use a different character this time. Not that Link was a bad choice, but you know they um, could use uh, what's his name from uh, Xenoblade Chronicles <clears throat> would be a good fit. Rex. Yeah, Rex. That big sword. Yeah. Kind of like a little ability where Pyra comes in and you do, you know, flaming sword. <laughs> oh man. 
I love I love the anime aspect of Xenoblade. How they're always announcing their their moves. <laughs> it's so weird because it's like if you're in a real fight, you wouldn't bother <laughs> telling your opponent what you were doing. Well, you don't want to give it away because then they're going to counter it. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> uh, oh man, another one we were. I was looking at a list of uh, game developers. Is uh, I don't even think I, I think they're. Okay, yeah, they're acquired. No, I don't know. Maybe Infinity Ward owns them now. Neversoft, they made the Tony Hawk games. Oh. I think Activision currently has the rights to Tony Hawk. I want a Tony Hawk game. I want a really fun Tony Hawk Man, game. Man, Tony Hawk game on the Switch would be bomb. Okay? I know. Be I love awesome. it. That and a, they need. Okay, so since Dave Mira passed away, they should do like a callback to Dave Mira and make a new Dave Mira freestyle BMX because I would play the hell out of that game. I love the Dave Mirror games. I want to see LucasArts do a Star Wars game on the Switch. Yeah, Not EA. Cool. <laughs> I don't want to see the next Battlefront on the Switch. I want to see like an actual LucasArts Star Wars game on the Switch. Now, is Next Level Games still around? Because they did uh, Strikers. I'd like that to come back. I don't know what they're working on. Or if they are still working on anything. Uh, yeah, they did Super Mario Strikers. They're, they are, they're, the ones that are not around anymore say that they're not around anymore. They just haven't done anything since 2002 is the only problem. Yeah. Yeah, they, Super Mario oh. Strikers was epic. I like that Which, one. I mean, if you're talking about 16 years ago, <laughs> even if it doesn't say they're defunct, they're, they're pretty much defunct. Yeah. If you're not working on anything. Oh man. Yeah, there's there's a lot of nostalgia on this page of developers. <laughs> oh, Ooh, man. I wanna see I wanna see Omega Force bring Dynasty Warriors over to the Switch. That'd be cool. That'd, I haven't played a yeah. Dynasty Warriors game. I actually I found so I played the last one I played was on Game Boy Advanced. And I actually found a copy of it, like I guess I man, it must have been ten years ago, but uh, it was brand new in the box with the cellophane around it. I bought it for like five bucks, and I still have it on my shelf. Well, not on my shelf anymore, in a box somewhere, but uh, still brand new in the packaging. It's the only Game Boy Advance game I have in the packaging. Hmm. But PopCap games would be really good. That'd be kind of cool. Switch would be a great, great platform for stuff See, like Zuma and um, Bejeweled and Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, one thing that I'd like to see is, um, you know, back in the day we had a lot of, like, educational learning games or whatever. And I guess, you know, being a dad now or whatever, I want something like that available for, like, my kid. Because I remember playing a lot of the educational games growing up. Um, I even had one on the Super Nintendo. It was like... Uh, Super Mario preschool or something like that, and uh, I wish that. Oh, those games were awful, though. <laughs> but, but not for when not if not if you were seven years old. <laughs> they were entertaining. I guess because I was a little older. Yeah. I was probably a teenager when that stuff was. But uh, there was a lot of the. Um, I guess they were. I think the brand was preschool. I'm not sure, but uh, I'd like to see something like that sort in that capacity come back. 
more modernized, of course, but um, of just course. that as you know, like even if they did something like with PopCap, you know, they have Typer Shark and stuff like that. In the same sense, you know, to have some sort of learning games. I could really see Nintendo doing something like that, though, where they created an educational game for kids mm-hmm. based around their own IPs. That'd be kind of that'd be really that that might be something part of their quality of life. Maybe that'd be really cool. I mean, if you can do a Nintendo Labo, you can do this. Come on, Nintendo. <laughs> All right. Well, we have yep. some mailbag. Unless you have something else to add. Nope. Can move on. We had some mailbag this week because we asked everybody in the Discord and on Twitter. Although I'm going to check Twitter right now, there wasn't anything there before the show started. Ooh, we have two notifications. Maybe that changed. Nope, that's stuff from the contest. So, uh, the Discord, we got some responses this week. Okay. We asked them the same question we asked each other, which is. What third-party games would you like to see ported to the Switch this year? And what third-party developers are missing on the Switch that you'd like to see start developing? So Sodomancer, uh, who we are in talks with for writing. Can we say that? I just did. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it says both South Park games. Yes. That would so, be good. That would be uh You know, and... and... South Park. They've already worked with Nintendo back in the N64. I have the South Park game on the N64. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know there was an... I was like, you know, I was not allowed anywhere near South Park as a kid, though. Me either. So. <laughs> I, uh, I remember sitting up late and watching it with my friends. Like, when my friends would spend the night, we were, like, you know, totally BA because we sat up and watched, you know, Adult Swim and <laughs> South Park. Oh, that makes me feel old because there wasn't an Adult Swim when I was a growing up yeah i think i was like 12 so i think i was 12 when adult swim first came out it's crazy i remember it was uh futurama was on there i remember watching futurama and some other one i can never remember the name of no futurama and south park were both comedy central i've never seen them on cartoon network at all i thought i thought it was maybe it wasn't maybe it's was something else something else i was watching i don't remember. comedy central but uh uh, what was that? Meat, not Meat Boy. Uh, Te- uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a lot Aquatine of that one. Force. I watched the mess out of that when I was growing <laughs> up. Uh, so Sodomancer uh, also says uh, Bioware for their back catalog more than for their new games. Uh, but they're an EA company, so yeah, they kind of already do. I mean, we haven't seen any Bioware games, but EA is already working with the switch yeah kirby says street fighter 5 we really need a good fighter on the switch right now and street fighter 5 is the only viable option for the switch which i disagree with i, I do could also put things like tekken or soul caliber Pokin. go play Pokin tournament it's actually really good i actually played more of it than i did on the wii u and i was i'm it's I really enjoy Pokin. Like, it's a really creative fighter. And it's very friendly to people like me who aren't good at fighters. So, um, but if you're looking for a good fighting game, Pokin Tournament's really good for what's available right now. Mm-hmm. Also, we have the Street Fighter uh, 2 Deluxe Celebration 30th Edition, 30th year anniversary game coming out. So that's good too. But that's still an old game. Um, I never, I haven't played any of the new Street Fighters ever. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure Street Fighter 2 is the only one that I remember playing. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't <sighs> mind seeing Street Fighter Five on the Switch, but I think I'd be more excited for Soul Calibur. Yes, same here. I really love Soul Calibur. I've been playing that since it was on the PlayStation, and it was called Soul Blade. Yeah. So, Tony popped in, um, took some time away from Japan to talk to us. <laughs> He says, Ni no kuni, which I think just Nino. means that he's starting to speak Japanese. I don't know. Oh, it's uh, Ni no kuni? One <laughs> Ni and no two? kuni, one and two. I don't know what that is. I'm just I'm just being honest. I have no idea what those I, games are. I've never played them. I know we talked so, about them on a previous episode, but I've never played was, those games. I guess they were on the Vita, though, because Sodomancer said that he'd like to see that, too, so he could finally play it because he didn't have the Vita. Yeah. Or no, the Vita was... I don't know. Anyways, he hasn't played them. Yoshi Phoenix says, Hope I'm not too late to put in something. Nope, you were just in time. He posted that at 8.30 p.m. <laughs> Perfect. I, I like to say Hat in Time and Cuphead series. Yes. Now let me tell you, I would play the mess out of Cuphead yes. if it was on the Switch. I have not bought it yet on the Xbox or the PC. But I've watched it, and it looks like so much oh, fun. Dude. I could see myself just getting lost on the toilet playing that. I would buy that again. I bought it on PC, and it's so fun. It's so frustrating, but it's extremely fun. It It's really good platforming, and I love these, the animation. He said these two games would fit perfectly on the Switch, especially Hat in Time, since it gets a lot of nods from Mario games. Um, Hat in Time, I follow those guys on Twitter, and I thought at one point I saw something about Switch. But I'd like to see that game come over too because I'd like to play it. Um, I don't know if it's just on PC or if it's on X or PlayStation Xbox yet. But uh, that looks like a cool game. That'd be fun. I have a Twitter notification. Um, Tony also said that Cuphead would be great, so... We're in agreement that Cuphead needs to come to Switch. <laughs> he is responding. That was my son on Twitter responding to a tweet from December. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So I was hoping that was another item in the mailbag. But thank you all for the for the responses. Yeah. We're going to try to is... get our topic discussed earlier in the week so we yeah. can get more time for these uh, responses to come in. But we do appreciate... Yeah, putting out your responses in yeah. time for them to be on the show. No, definitely. The this the mailbag thing is something that is, is growing, and with you guys, it makes uh, a fun part of the show. So it's awesome to hear from everybody. All right. So we got some uh, community shout-outs this week. I'll let you discuss them because uh, I think most of our new players came in during Splatoon this week. Most of them did. We had Jelly Buns. Jelly Buns is level 80. <laughs> she is awesome. Um, we also got a, a guy named Lucas. I'm not going to remember everybody's names, by the way, because <laughs> I didn't write them down as I was playing. But <laughs> uh, Lucas came in, and, and when he killed Jelly Beans during one of the matches, um, he was like, oh, that's, that's proof that there's a god. <laughs> Now, I'm a minister, so I was like, yeah, yes, yes, there is. <laughs> oh. And I also want to give a big shout-out to Slayer Dan. He he had a, a raid come in on Sunday night yeah. during our Mario Kart tournament, so that was really awesome. Thank you, uh, Dan, for, for sending people over to watch us when you were finishing up. We'll have to return the favor sometime. Yes. 
Sweet. So yeah, our streams are growing. People are coming out of the woodworks to play Mario Kart and Splatoon with us, which is great. But don't forget, we play other games too throughout the week. Um, Mike streams some some Call of Duty. I've streamed some Monster Hunter. Maybe we'll get into some Fortnite. Hopefully we'll get these two yahoos into Monster Hunter and do some of that. Um, plus I'll have, at some point, I'm going to do... I put a, a poll out <clears throat> on how I should handle Dandara. Dandara and uh, I'm going to do a First Reactions live stream. And then I will do a more traditional video review of it once I actually get the time to play it. So uh, that'll be coming out. Also, another thing, too, that I wanted to mention is uh, I finally got back on board with the topics pullout. So um, the topics from each podcast will be available on uh, YouTube, just, you know, the 15 to a 20-minute blip of just the topic. So those will be pulled out and put on YouTube, too. Um, we also have other things that we're working on for YouTube, but uh, we're kind of waiting on Tony. Um, once he gets back, maybe we'll get some more of the stuff figured out and going. Um, so it's kind of been a, a slow start to the year, but I think the streams have really helped, um, especially with Mike really picking up the ball and making sure that they, they are there because... Sheldon falls asleep in a chair watching The Office too much. <laughs> um, these are facts. They, they, these are facts. It was funny because, was it two weeks ago you called me out on it? You're like, he, he probably fell asleep watching The Office. I was like, that's exactly yep. what helped happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so big big thanks to you, Mike. That's my, my shout-out for the week because you've been doing mm -hmm. an amazing job helping us out here at Quest for Pixels and becoming a full-fledged pixel. So and that yeah, will well, be official. He's, he's not even mentioning the fact that I've been doing all the show notes for the last three weeks. <laughs> that too, because I'm horrible at show notes. <laughs> See, look, you're a very valuable aspect to this team. <laughs> but uh, we'll have some new artwork, um, hopefully by the second week of March. So Adam's working on that, so you'll see Mike's beautiful face in our uh, artwork. <clears throat> and that's pretty much it for shoutouts. Uh, we have the Amazon gift card giveaway still going on for a couple more days. So we have tomorrow and wednesday it ends wednesday <clears throat> so if you haven't go over to uh, our twitter page and it is the pinned tweet and you can click through there and uh, there's a bunch of different ways to enter but i do want to mention the uh, twitch subscription if you subscribe mm -hmm. to us on twitch you get a thousand entries into the giveaway which is just a massive amount so that'll give you a good running to to win the gift card um, so we'll announce, well, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll announce it on Twitter on Thursday, probably Thursday evening, um, who won. And then we'll also have a shout out next week on the show. Um, yep. so there's all that you can, uh, oh, another shout out to Kojak for his, uh, donation, his graceful donation to us. Um, he donated during one of the streams this week, so he's the man. Awesome. Yes, he is the man. So and I want to mention this too that if mm -hmm. you have a Amazon Prime account, oh yeah, you have the option to use one Twitch account for your Twitch Prime. So it doesn't cost you if you have if you have Amazon Prime already, it doesn't cost you extra for us to be that one account that you use Twitch Prime on. No, definitely. So you just go into your Amazon in under your settings and link your Twitch account to your Amazon, and boom, you got Twitch Prime. You also get really cool like every month. 
you'll get like special items and stuff for games and sometimes there's free game downloads and stuff so it's really worth linking your amazon account to your twitch account because not only do you get the free subscription but you also get other free like swag stuff and downloads and stuff like that so it's really cool and make sure it's if you do, way to do support that. the small streams yes and yes. get a thousand entries into this giveaway because we're going to give away 75 dollars for sheldon's birthday yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's going the opposite way but uh yeah so that's the show uh next week tony will be back and he'll uh, have the wrangle on us i think we're doing a live stream show next week so we'll have we'll announce whether or not that's happening later in the week um but i'm pretty sure that's how we're going to do it so it'll be live stream on both twitch and youtube so you and guys i have next monday off so perfect it works out great and even get a little bit earlier if we need to um so that's going on and uh uh you can follow us everywhere uh we're on twitter which is at quest for pixels quest the number four pixels same thing on facebook it's you know facebook.com slash quest for pixels or if you just search quest number four pixels we'll pop up there we have a community over there so you can jump in the community which is quest for pixels party chat uh, we're on Instagram. It's Quest for Pixels. Instagram, I don't post much there. <laughs> um, they, we're on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash quest the number four pixels. Over at Twitter, we are, or Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash quest for pixels because somebody stole quest number four pixels and they no, don't even no, use no, it. That, oh, no, no, that, that, that's, I was trying to explain to you a few weeks ago. That Twitter, you guys took it, or Twitch rather, you guys took it because when I used the password for our regular Twitch account on that one by mistake, it still popped up. Oh, really? I have access to that account. Well, what the... Man, I screwed up somewhere along the line, so I guess <laughs> the person that I've been uh, throwing shade at is me. <laughs> Go look in the mirror, yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, you guys can follow us. We're not us starting everywhere. over again, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> no we, are, we are Quest F-O-R Pixels on Twitch. Oh, make sure you guys, if you're watching on YouTube, like the video. That helps us get discovered. If uh, you're listening on iTunes, go over and leave a review. A written, written reviews review. are even better. We will read them, even if they're terrible. I will read bad reviews. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm back up a little bit because oh. speaking of reviews, it wasn't a review, and I'm not going to read the whole thing out loud. But I do want to give one that one more shout out to to Skinny Matt for giving oh, us yeah. some feedback this week. Yes, uh, he uh, he provided some insight, and I, you know, I, it's not that I fully agreed or disagreed with him. Um, I did kind of explain a little bit more as to what the whole point of us bringing up that was, but. He gave us some feedback that gave some some insight that we weren't considering before um, for last week's conversation. So, you know, anytime you feel like giving us some feedback, we, we really do look forward to reading that. We really and we do read it. We, we yeah. want to we want to um, go minister mode here for a second, as the Bible would say, iron sharpens iron. <laughs> so if you give us some some criticism, some constructive criticism, that helps us get better. Yeah, and never be afraid to call us out because we're not going to, you know, throw shade or be angry or anything. Just, you know, it starts conversations, and that's how good conversations are started, and it helps us get better and improve. And, you know, even if it's not topics, if it's, you know, something with the audio or the video or whatever, it helps us. I mean, if you 
shout out and say, you know, the, the audio wasn't very good this week. It was blah and blah, whatever, you know, that's good because then I can go back in and fix that. So, you know, it's better for you guys. Um, that's what I used to do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mike was there for us, especially when we were having all the problems when we were starting out, like, Hey, Sheldon, half of the podcast doesn't have your voice. <laughs> that was just a fun episode. <laughs> It was like listening to one half of a telephone conversation. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, if you guys want to, um, you know, send your um, uh, answers for the, the, the topic and you don't have t Twitter or any of the social medias, which is kind of crazy in this day and age, but some people don't, you can email us at uh, quest, the number four pixels at gmail.com. And uh, we'll make sure we get your answers to the topic in next in the next episode. Ooh. So that's about all I have. Anything? Any last words, Mike? Um, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> what a wonderful phrase! <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, uh, that's it. We will talk to you guys next week. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>